Well, goddamn, I'm a man, I'm a man. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of self-therapy? Before I get into this episode of self-therapy, I just want to let you guys know what if this is your first time tuning in or you haven't tuned into it in, in a while and this is your first getting back into it this episode of self-therapy or the sub-series of self-therapy is all about you know me trying to work out my issues like a like a therapy session but it's on a podcast for the world to hear but you know I, I, I kind of look at it as a practice of of just, you know, being honest with myself and putting it out there and making myself accountable for the feelings I may feel or the ideas I may have. I mean, not in a bad way. Anyways, let's get into it. So, I just want to preference it by saying I'm not one to... I'm not one that believes in self-medicating or, you know, that as a... A viable thing, but I do have to say this: um, during the pandemic last year and the lockdowns, I self-medicated uh, pretty much every day. And I'm not saying it was the right thing to do. I th- I'm just saying it's what got me through being locked out of work for ten ten months out of a year, um, calendar year. With that being said. Um, I also wanted to disclaim that I'm drinking wine and a cannabis uh, beverage because it's a this is a really hard topic for me and I don't want to step out of line by what I'm about to say but I think it's important for me to say this um, I'm not using anybody's real name in this this is not my personal story this is um, a situation that is going on um, with a good friend of mine uh, who I love dearly and in no way do you want to put him or his family in jeopardy so uh, I'm sure you know who you are um, but I hope nobody else does because these are your issues and I, I'm not going to talk in depth about anything specifically but I'm just going to talk about the parameter of what's going on And this is it in a nutshell. Uh, My buddy who's been married just as long as I have, him and his wife are going through a separation. And it's, um, it's, it's, it might have been in the works for a while. Um, And it hurts me to hear that because it really bothers me. Uh, I thought, I thought for sure they were one of those couples um, that would just, you know, work they they just I always thought they just worked and um it it breaks my heart for him it breaks my heart for the idea of them being together forever um and I feel really bad about the situation and you know I thought from the from the second they they met it their their relationship took off like love at first sight and I always thought you know they I don't want to say I haven't made in the shade, but I just thought they were great for each other. And I thought that they worked. And, um, and you know, like life is weird, right? Because you, you, you grow when you get married, the plan is you're going to grow with the person you're marrying, not grow apart, not grow individually, but grow with that person. 
uh, you know, that's a whole thing for better or for worse, you know, that for good health, which means prosperity, growing, evolving, or for worse, you know, financial woes, uh, health, worst case scenarios, um, you know, you know, right now we're, we're talking so much about mental health, uh, I'll throw mental health in there, personal well-being, like it's, it's, a, it's everything for better or for worse. I just, just it, it just, it kills me because, you know, like, I just, I just, I just didn't see that right on the wall. And maybe I wasn't looking. And then, you know what, to be honest, I probably wasn't. It's not my business. You know, we, we'd chat, you know, we'd, oh, we'd have all the same jokes, of, you know, about, you know, laughing at our wives' expenses, you know, just the, the regular stuff, you know. I'm, you know, I'm sure my wife complains about some of the things that I do to her friends and I'm sure that they complain about some it's, it's all that stuff but it's not malicious it's I think it's very natural because being with somebody you know whatever 24 7 or you know 12 years or whatever the case is you know um we'll do that to you so like my topic tonight that's been on my mind for about two weeks now is for better or for worse what what does it all mean why do we say it why do we do it the crazy thing is actually in our vows uh, we wrote our own vows we did not write that in our vows which is crazy but i believe that it's um even though we didn't write it down it's uh, it's implied that it's for better or for worse but i have i have such a hard time with the realization that 51% of people, maybe it's even higher, but 51% of, cu- of married couples end up in divorce. Blows my mind. Could we be that wrong as, of a society that half of us are picking the wrong partners? I'm sure if you fancy somebody and they end up marrying somebody else, you believe that. But, you know, it's just, it's crazy. And I don't know. I don't know if it's, you know, a matter of, judgment lust you know maybe it's just a lust thing where you lust for the person and you think it's love and it's not it just ends up being you know you thought you were in love with this person but that's not the case or maybe you know like i watched this ridiculous netflix show love is blind where you don't get to see the person you're talking to at any point until you propose to that person which is crazy um but it seems to work. Like the couples from season one, there's a handful of them that are still together. It's been a couple years now. It's kind of crazy. But I'm not, I don't know. I, I don't know why that number 51%. I don't know why we're so bad at picking our partners. Is it maybe society is too um, vain? Like are, are we just like Instagram pictures deep like they look good on instagram we'll be like a cute instagram couple we'll do those cute things and we'll make it work oh you know they still haven't mastered the art of cannabis drinks what is this it's called houseplant lime uh oh maybe that's why sativa cannabis infused sparkling water natural lime flavor oh well that's probably why it tastes like shit um so 
you know, my wife and I have, we've had our, our fair share of battles, arguments, um, confrontations, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, no matter how crazy the fight gets, you know, you know, every, everybody in a relationship knows how it is. You get into a big fight, you know, at the second half of the day, you don't talk at all that day. And then you, you know, you don't talk the next day because both of you guys are still pissed. And then the third day, someone might crack, you know, whatever. It happens. We've had our fair share of those battles. But, you know, like, what what keeps me inside the house for, and, and not storming away or whatever, or, you know, giving up on this, is the fact that I made that vow for better or for worse. Not the fact that we have a mortgage and kids together. Like, all that stuff can be worked on, worked around in the sense of, you know, if I was if we were to decide to, to, to dissolve the marriage... We, we all those things could get sorted out. So it and it's it's probably because I put such high stakes on for better or for worse that when I see people who who don't don't do that, don't believe in that, um, maybe it doesn't apply to them. Like, you know, I don't have a, a whole bunch of divorcee friends, but I have a couple and some of them needed to get divorced because, you know, the, things just weren't good. But I'm, I, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the toxic relationships. I'm talking about the relationships that maybe some work or communication could have fixed that don't. And then, you know, these families are broken up. These people, you know, become enemies or, you know, I've heard of a couple like pleasant divorces, but I'm sure they're rare. I just, it blows my mind that, you know, people don't come to the same conclusion that I do. And that's probably a little narcissistic for me to say, but and it, I'm no fucking genius either. But, you know, shouldn't that be, shouldn't that be the barrier um, to keep in check your feelings about situations, like shouldn't shouldn't you shouldn't you be so angry at a person because of whatever reason, but still in the same breath be like, well, we promised each other for better or for worse, and right now is the worst. Right now we're in a bad spot, but we promised each other, and shouldn't that be shouldn't that be the point? of it all like yeah i know you fucked up i know i fucked up whatever the case is but we promised each other for better for worse and we didn't do it just casually you know in the, in the comfort of a place we did it in front of all of our loved ones and we told all those people that we were going to make this work for better or for worse shouldn't that mean something shouldn't that have value shouldn't that have weight in a conversation it it kills me, man. Fuck. It really it really has bothered. It really has thrown me for a loop. What my buddy's going through, and you know, I'm I'm doing what I I'm doing what I believe a friend should do. I ch- I want to check in on him all the time. I want to make sure that even if he's not in a good spot, he's not alone. You know, and I just I want him. I want him to be. I want him to feel better. I want him to feel better about the situation, and it's not easy because it's not easy when you don't have a willing partner either. And that's also what throws me for a loop: is 
I get it sometimes in life, life kicks the shit out of you. I get it that sometimes in life, you end up, you end up feeling like you're just, you're getting a short on the stick and maybe you just can't get yourself out of the deep end. I get it. But if you have promised your life to someone in marriage, shouldn't that person be the one to help you get out? And if that person's causing you the woes, that's one thing. If that person's causing the woes in a abusive way, you need to get out. But that's not the situation I'm talking about. These Keep all those abusive relationships aside. That's not what I'm talking about. This is a situation where I believe communication, accountability can really go a long way. Because, yeah, shit happens. People grow during the lifespan of a marriage. If you're spending 40, 50, 60 years, my parents just celebrated 40 years. They've had their, they've had their rounds of battles. You know, like, if you're spending all that time with somebody, of course you're going to get upset with them. But they should also be the reason why you want to make up. I just... I just don't know, man. It's just it, it it just it breaks my heart, and I just I'm feeling I got so many feelings about this. There there's been times in my relationship where I feel like I just like I I feel I wonder probably it's a better word I wonder what life would be like if we had to divorce for whatever reason it doesn't matter. You know, I've thought that, and it's, it's you know, it bothers me. I love my wife. I, I don't know how I would, I don't know how long or how I would be able to get over that situation. I know that it would be very difficult. Of course, the, the fear of, you know, my, my kids you know, being raised by somebody else who I don't know or didn't pick out to help raise my kids, that throws me for a loop. You know, how they would feel. Uh, every situation with my kids bothers me. Every situation, if I was to get divorced, they're... Excuse, excuse me. Hyp hypothetically speaking, if I was to get divorced, anything anything that came from my kids would just kill me. Like, any any... You know, they felt a certain way about it. They reacted a certain way about it. All that stuff would just kill me inside. And I'm not saying that's reason to stay together. You know, like, you hear that all the time. Stay together for the kids. I mean, as long as it's not an abusive relationship, there's mutual respect. Maybe it could work. I'm saying that's the right answer. But I'm saying it would kill me. And, I, you know, I just... I don't know how I'd react in that situation. And I don't know how I'd react without, you know, having my wife by my side. My wife... And I, we, we've become in much stronger, you know, through lockdown, through the pandemic, through spending more time with each other. We've gotten stronger. And that's not a humble brag. That's just the truth. And but when we were early in our relationship, I was, I was extremely independent. And I found through the change of lifestyles that, you know, I've become not dependent on her, but, you know, I've really come to appreciate her company 
um, appreciate more her sense of humor or even like her life patterns. Like, uh, not, not to sound insulting, but my wife is like very much a creature of habit. And, you know, I, I already know how her day's going to go before she gets up and does it because she's that much of a creature of habit. But I, I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time with the laxadaisal days, laxadaisal. That's probably not the right word. Laxadaisy way that people disregard marriage, even though it's a fucking piece of paper in a ring. I get it, but it's supposed to stand for more. It's supposed to be a, a public declaration of your love and how people will just throw it away because they can or because they might have, catch some kind of feel on something or some or someone, whatever. You know, it's just like, it's like, hold on a second. You made one of the biggest decisions of your life and you're saying just because it's getting hard or you're in a weird place, this, that, what you've built, what you, the investment you've put into somebody is not worth it anymore. The relationship you built, the people you've created, the, the everything like, like the last 12 years has no value. It just doesn't, it just doesn't, like it just doesn't make enough sense. Now, of course, you know, when I see a pretty girl, I look, I don't goggle, goggle. That's not right. Don't Google, 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 Google over them. I don't think that's the right one either. But I get it. You know, like, okay, I'm not falling in love here. I'm just admiring, you know, uh, a pretty girl. I'm not, like, chasing her down the street. So I get it, you know. You're in a, you're in a marriage for a long time. You've seen the same, <laughs> the same person naked for a long time. Sometimes it's just nice to see someone good looking. It's fine. It's not a big deal. It happens, but the chase. Then when you you do the chase after somebody, you know that's where that's where you cross the line. And I'm just, I you know you hear about the seven year itch. You know I I don't know I don't know if that's a real thing. I don't know if that's if that's just an excuse to to fuck around. But you know I, I I'm just blown away that. <sighs> that 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 happens. I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's a communication error. Maybe like maybe that conversation has to be having relationships, um, not to keep things fresh, but just to keep things understood, or or just really uh, assure somebody that you know, hey, like listen, like I still find you attractive. I still want to bang, but also like this person is very good looking. I don't know. Like maybe it's just a conversation to have. Maybe that's just something. Maybe like I always, whenever we're watching these dating shows with my wife and I, I'll always ask her like, "What guy do you think's hot in here?" You know, just 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 to see what's up, see what my competition's like. But also, you know, whatever. Maybe maybe there's some cues you can see there. Maybe there's something that, you know, she's like, "Oh, maybe this, this guy's whatever." You know, like I don't know. Like maybe maybe there's just like something in that. I don't know, I just, I don't know, maybe that's a level of comfort too you have to have. Maybe that's something where your insecurities kind of get measured or tested. But I just think it's, I think it's nice, I think it's a nice idea to 
at least know, you know, what what your significant other might be, might, like train of thought might be. I guess maybe that's probably like the the right way to put it. But I, I I just don't know. I just I find it like I find it very disrespectful that someone would would take the vow and then disrespect the vow because of very um very what's the right what I'm looking for here um uneventful non-practical I don't know what the right word is here I'm I'm losing it here I'm sorry guys but the, just the disrespect is hard and no one likes to feel disrespected and no one and no one gets it either like nobody gets you know how uh, offensive it could be but I guess when it happens to you or happens to someone close to you it gets really bothersome you know like the idea of giving up is just a hard one for me to to accept and when I see people give up especially people I care about give up it really makes me scratch my head and of course everyone you know the 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 party who's giving up the fight always has a very to them a very valid reason to be doing what they're doing oh, he, he was unmotivated. I, I'm not attracted to him anymore. I've fallen out of love. Like, you know, like, you know, my mom said something crazy. I remember at one of, one of these anniversaries that they had, my mom said something super crazy. She said, you know, I, I love your father, but I fall out of love with him sometimes and I fall in love with him sometimes. And I was like, holy shit, like that's pretty powerful. And, you know, like, maybe that's a situation. Like, in my buddy's scenario, maybe that's a situation of just like falling out of love. It doesn't have to be forever, but it doesn't mean it's easy either. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how some people can just justify it. I mean, they, they must be so far away in their own brain that they just, that's that's how they can justify it, but I just it pains me to see it, and I wish it didn't happen to a very good brother of mine. And I feel for him, and you know, he's probably gonna listen to this, and I don't know how he's gonna feel about it, but I just want you to know, my dude, that no matter what, I have your back. No matter what, when, 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 or if this plays out a lot of people are going to see the great character that you have and people are going to see how maybe I, you know I don't want to say the next sentence but I just you know people aren't dumb when people see situations they can put things together and I just I just want you to know dude I love you, and I go, I got your back. And I just wish that people like you and I and people who wear the vow of marriage like a badge of honor didn't get hurt in these types of situations. Because for someone to say yes, not because of the size of the ring, the value of the ring, but because they love you and they see a future with you and they believe in you 
when that happens, that's your ticket to ride. You know, that's, then you just take that to the bank, you know. And when they disrespect that or go back on it or break it, it's not fair. And I wish it didn't happen. But there's more people, there's more married people divorced than people married. And that's crazy. And so maybe it's like an outdated thing. Like maybe, like I, I have a conversations with Miss Six, a.k.a. Greta the Great. And she's like, yeah, like maybe we'll get married, maybe we won't. Her and Jackie Chan have been together for a long time now. Moved in together, living their best life. And marriage, you know, may not be on the horizon. They just might go through it just, you know, doing it. And I guess that's fine. I mean, if that's what they want to do, who am I to say? But what gets me is like, don't you want to have that moment? And if you don't, fine. Hey, that's cool too. You can always just elope, right? But when you write your name down on the paper, when you make that commitment in front of people, that should mean a lot. And that should mean a lot to you and the other person. And if you're too cool for school and you don't need that, fine, and whatever. You do you, boo. But shouldn't you want that declaration? Shouldn't you want that honor of doing that and in front of all the people you know and love? Tell, like, tell the world, like, hey, this is my person. And shouldn't you want to always care for that person? And shouldn't you want always that person to care for you? And shouldn't, like, shouldn't you have, like, isn't that what that contract's all about? Is that we're going to get through this, through thick and thin, through highs and lows, through fucking global pandemics and fucking vaccination cards? Like, shouldn't that be, shouldn't that be it? Oh, fuck. I feel like this anxiety in my chest just talking about it. All right, uh, I think I think this is going to be it. I just want to say, you know, if you're in that kind of situation, do what you can to make yourself, you know, be whole, sleep at night, um, converse, and and just be a person of society. It's not easy. It's it's not easy to walk around and fucking do work with a broken heart. It's not easy, but you got to do it because those are the motions you need to move on with your life. And you know what? This all may be for nothing. You know, maybe at one point, my buddy and his significant other, they'll they'll just resolve their issues and get back to life. And this would just have been a blimp on their on their marriage radar. And I hope that's the case because I know she means a lot to him. So I I just want anybody listening to this to if if you're on either side of this you got to remember the good times and look forward and just know the only time you give up is if you've done everything you can and if you've done everything you can and this person still doesn't want you in their life that's okay because you can go to bed knowing you did everything you can and if that wasn't enough for that person that's okay because there's someone out there who will appreciate it. Fuck, this is a real heavy one. I still don't feel any better about it. I still, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But I think I feel a little bit, I just little, a, a little, little bit better. That's off my chest. 
Thank you for listening. This has been self-therapy for better or for worse. Um, also to a quick cite- citation, if you're in a fucking abusive relationship, please get help. Talk to family, talk to friends, get yourself into a better situation because no one out there deserves to be abused. I love you all. This is a heavy one. And, uh, you know, be good to the ones that love you. It's important. All right. That's all I got for now. I, I hope, I hope you guys, um, hope you guys got something from this.